Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his pal, Dave Damashek. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast. Cousin Sal coming to you with spaghetti meatballs behind the glass, making it happen. Babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess. And my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. Yes, Sheck Weiss. We're riding high here today. Today is the day we're going to meet our name, image, likeness athlete. We scoured the rosters to find the college athlete with the most interesting name, and we did it. We found him or her. I'm not going to give it up just yet. They'll be joining us. We gave them a few bucks, and we're going to get their name out, and they will get our name out. What do you think of this, Sheck? The anticipation is uh, beyond, you wouldn't believe the job that uh, babyface Joel Solomon did and, and Scott Holmes, and they were fighting through it, and we finally landed on a name. Excellent. I'm excited for it. No jive policy has to apply here. Incurious oh. Dave Damashek just now learned about 27 seconds ago that NIL stands for name image like. Is that true? <laughs> I, I saw it. I knew what it referred to. I wasn't sure exactly what those three initials stood for, but now I know. Gotcha. What did you think it stood for? I, as I say, I'm incurious enough to not have uh, decided to Fair use enough. the Google machine to, to solve that. Yeah. I'd say I think we I think we killed the name part. I'm interested to see how image and likeness works out, but name was 100 okay. percent a plus. Yeah, we did well with name. I know again, we don't want to blow it until this athlete he or she comes on. But yes, we were interested in the name part of the name, image, likeness, and uh, for dozens of dollars, this part. And, and let me tell you something: this is an established athlete. I thought we'd have to go to. Um, CW Post or something. Is that even a school, Mikey Meeples? I don't even know anymore. Or something would really have to go over a dig really deep for a player who just never made it, a Rudy type. We would be rooting for them to jump on in the game at the, uh, the very last play. But no, this this player could turn professional, could get paid by someone other than us eventually. So that's exciting. Uh, Sheck, also exciting. Right here on this podcast, you gave out the Bills at 15 to 1 odds. To be the highest scoring team of the week. Good job by you. Thank you. That was a winner. And not only that, you gave out the extra points pup of the week. The yes. Chargers over the Chiefs. That's two in a row for you. Well, you I mean, I, I want to say. Season. I want to say. No problems at all this football season for no, you. No, indeed. No, everything's coming up sunny for uh, Damashek <laughs> this football season, except for every single team that he roots for. Um, but yes. <laughs> and uh, I, 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 listen, I'm vain, Sal. I, yeah. I, it's three and out. You don't give me my what? credit. I gave you the Chargers in Week One too. I told you that they were a dog on the road, and you uh, that that was a, a straight oh. up winner. Is that right? Is that who you gave us for the pup? I didn't know that. Well, no, no, I, no, 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 no. You yeah, I also the said the Lions, but no, I misunderstood you... what you were asking. All I right. thought you said which team with I mean, the plus this next is to it. This is a guy who just. Uh, introduced himself to nil and now is just figuring out what the hey i'm two and oh let's not get let's not get deep in the weeds you're absolutely right i picked the the top scoring team i told you the chargers would win an arrowhead and we are well on our way to my biggest prediction of all sal i am seated over my shoulder you see beautiful what uh, is that once upon a time in inglewood here we go it's going to be the rams it's going to be the chargers coming oh this February, I, you know what? Twenty-two. Here it I comes. I like my my pick as well. Rams Bills, which I think are the two best teams in each conference right now. And I'm not just saying that. And I know, check this might hurt your feelings, but we've seen now what forty-eight games through three weeks. 
What's the anomaly game? Which is the game like, how the hell did that happen? Um, you might say Saints to whip the Packers. I, I don't think the Saints are better than the Packers. Certainly not that much better. That could be it. I'm sorry, Shaq. I think it's Bills Steelers. I think you that was the, what the hell of, uh, game. I'm well, sorry. we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, listen. I first of all, I do think uh, to the the big headline mm-hmm. is that it's funny. Uh, somehow we haven't added this all up. You mentioned the Bills. The Browns are rolling. The mm-hmm. Chargers just won an Arrowhead. How about, as I've always pined for, for fan bases that deserve to get to celebrate, just as I would love to see the Bills and Vikings play in the Super Bowl, because one of them would have to get off the Super Bowl era long schneid of winning a suit. One of the two would have to win. What about if the AFC comes down to Bills, Chargers, Browns? What if the title game involves... At two of those three teams. What if it's the Chargers and the it Browns? Couldn't be all three, so, but yeah, you're so, right. It would have to somebody be has to win the game. Somebody has to win that game. It would be dynamite because I'm starting to talk to fans from both sides of that, mm-hmm. and they're trying to talk themselves out of getting excited. They're they're so they're so damaged by the decades <laughs> of rooting for these teams. They're like, I, I can't buy it yet. I, something's gonna go wrong. And in the I meantime, know. everybody on the banks of the Three Rivers has decreed everything is wrong and it's unsolvable. I don't know. How say you? I'm about to say, Sal, I think we just saw the second stage of grief from Damashek, deflection, because he <laughs> just completely fair. spent three minutes talking about everything but the Pittsburgh Steelers and their <laughs> imminent demise. And the fact that if they hadn't blocked that punt in week one, I mean, it looks that much worse. It really does. Uh, and we had Todd. I don't know if you're a Todd Haley guy, Sheck, but he defended a big Ben. I feel like a lot of people are starting to defend uh, Big Ben. You obviously, Chris Long. It's tough. Obviously, the offensive line. The one question you pose, though, is like, um, who would be better in this system right now? Who would be better than Big Ben? My answer is almost everybody. Do you really Why, think that? Well, only because of, he's the definition of if you have a bad offensive line, you want you don't want a slow, lumbering QB. You want him to convert one third and six using his legs. Big Ben doesn't have that in him right now, right? Yeah, and let me uh, quickly um, uh, promote uh, minus three with Chris Long because he was gangbusters on the issue of Ben Roethlisberger, pass rush, sacking Mm. Eli Manning. It was just in front of his visit with Peyton and Eli, so it was a great great sneak preview of that conversation. He alluded, in fact, to sacking Eli. He's like, I just was talking about that. He was talking to me about that. Vane Dave wants his credit. Now, um... I guess you're, I, I mean, there, it's a valid point you make that a statue behind a bad O-line ain't great. Yeah. Um, I'm not defending Roethlisberger. I think his I think his pick six early, I mean, not pick six, but the atrocious pick he threw early in the second half was a game ender, essentially. Um, mm. I, I, I just, uh, my, my point that I guess veers into nuance is that it's hard to saddle just him with what's going on the offensive line that's fine i mean it's all we did the same thing with eli manning for the last three years of his career as well sorry spaghetti no offense i'm just saying like i understand but like wouldn't you rather have a young quarterback that could potentially be good like maybe potentially if you're a giants fan you still have some hope for daniel jones Hmm. right like it's time to restart the cycle Sure. I mean, I've, I, I mean, but that, that's been I, I haven't changed my position at all in the last nine months about this issue. I mean, they, they were in a funny spot, the, the Steelers as an organization about where 
what ability they had to reasonably move on from Roethlisberger. If he wanted mm-hmm. to come back, what were they supposed to do? Roll with Mason Rudolph for the season? Well, that that's the thing. So now, it, now there wasn't a spot four, to go get anybody. Yeah, and there certainly isn't now, right? They're not going to be able to reboot in an exciting way for the fans in week four. What Spaghetti was excited about, us sitting around the office, someone wrote or someone said or something, someone hinted that Aaron Rodgers likes the city of Pittsburgh. I don't know. He didn't vomit when he landed on the plane. What, what was it, Spaghetti? Why was he so excited about Pittsburgh? Um, no, Sal. He oh, is that was you, fan. Joe. Oh, he that was a, you. He loves the city, and oh. he specifically shouted out Pittsburgh Dad, which is a very local, very mm-hmm. uh, Pittsburgh-centric uh, That's character right. video. And uh, he had lots of great things to say about Tomlin, and he thinks the Steelers are going to rebound. And, hey, listen, Dave and I – when Aaron Rodgers is in black and gold next year, this is you guys are going to be eating your words. Well, a couple fun. things. I don't think they're going to let him wear number twelve. That belongs to uh, to your old pal Terry eh, Bradshaw, cousin whatever. Sal. I don't think they're going to yeah. give him that. And two, I think it's a moot point. I, I mean, it is loco. What are we doing? This is sad. I don't know. Is I, are, am I supposed to be super upset because I talked to our pal Nick Costos the other day and he was breezy, not a care in the world, even though he's a New York Giants fan. I'm like, is that what we're supposed to be now? Like if I'm rooting for a bad team in the month of September, do I just have to let it go and just be like, hey, football, everybody, and not worry about my team? I'm not ready for that yet. I'm not ready to assume that loser's position. Um, I Join think the I club. will. I mean, it's not my club this year with the Dallas no, Cowboys. Indeed, muzzle the division, but how about uh, that, Sal? Yeah. You got it. How about that? You deserve kudos. That I mean, you you declared it on social media the other day. Well, I was joking, a wrap. and I'm it's basically a setting myself up for that. But it really does seem if Dak doesn't get hurt um, or get injured or miss time, uh, that they should run away with that division. I think they're in the same spot as the Titans right now in the AFC right. South. Like, right? Doesn't it seem like through three weeks that that's pretty much not clinched? But I know there's work to be done. And then I look at Mike McCarthy, that buffoon p- patrolling the sidelines. I'm like, oh, wow, every other team has a shot as long as he's in charge there. So I don't know. Yeah, um, I think I this is just setting up for the end of Mike McCarthy's Cowboy career. Like, eventually, <laughs> we're sowing the seeds now for the tree that will eventually grow to right. Mike McCarthy's firing because there's no way this team shouldn't win the East, mm-hmm. but he's going to cost them. You could The last two games, he cost them points. You can't, you can't argue. I agree. Then getting back to the quarterbacks, though, um, Jalen Hurts wasn't great. A lot of it wasn't his fault. He he got hammered uh, Monday night. Uh, We talked about Big Ben. Um, We talked about the NFC East quarterbacks. I think that's why Danny Dimes is fine. But you could do Heineke and uh, Hurts. Who is the first quarterback bench? Then you got all these rookies who are combined one in ten. And the only reason they have one is because someone had a win between the Jets and the Patriots. Who's the first one, Ben? Check. Is it your guy, Ben? Is it Heineke? Hurts? Any of the rookies? Am I missing anybody, Martin? I don't know who else. Point of clarification. When you say bench, do we mean taken out of the game at like halftime or benched as in like we're Mm. going to like on Wednesday, coaches at the press conference saying we've got a new guy going? He asks all the tough questions, this Martin Weiss. I think it's more of a press conference thing. Um, Got it. Yeah, because I could see Zach Wilson getting taken out halfway through a game because he just doesn't have it in week four. Um, that was going to be my guess. They're not going to let him Peterman himself. If he goes right. four interceptions again, they got to pull him. So you'd that's, say you, yeah. that's your that's your answer, Zach Wilson. No, my official, the guy who should be benched first is Big Ben. 
Oh, Tech, wow. Like, I, like, you know, so I don't know how familiar you are with London architecture, but I thought the song was London Bridge was falling down, not Big Ben. Yes. Oh. Yes. I don't know. I don't know. Someone, I Big ben someone's been down. writing. Someone's been doing some writing on the side. <laughs> I like Scott, it. too much, but I'm it's just not saying. not that bad. It's pretty I'm good on this show. It makes for I'm a good tweet, too. Saying, <laughs> Big Ben can't move. And until they're starting, I like the, the the Packers getting the six and a half this week. I feel like that's a super easy bet because they yeah. don't have a, they don't have any offensive. Whoa. Nothing. They got nothing going on Pittsburgh. I'm getting offense. deja vu. When's the last time the Steelers were a six and a half point dog going on to a, a supposed juggernaut into their house? Oh wait, it was uh, it was seven. It was in the yeah. Buffalo in week uh, one. Interesting. Wow. Um, Listen, uh, my so fear who's first is my, bench? My, All right, so you say Big Ben. I, I, I think I'm going to say Heineke. I don't know. Not a lot waiting in the wings there. It was Kyle Allen or whoever, but um, that team is not scoring, and I could see a change, a riverboat run making a change there. Sheck, go ahead, just I say it's so. Big Ben. No, I think I, I, I happen to be with him. Sorry if it's uninspired, but I'll uh, I'll join Weiss on his um, Zach Wilson prediction. They're they're gonna look to mm. protect him and and I the future and not let Boy Wonder um, suffer too much emotional and spiritual damage. And then, but, so what does that look like then? He's sat. He's done for the whole year. Or we see him uh, periodically in games. Yeah, I think they mix and match. I, I you know I could see a defensive coach like uh, Sala kind of. Saying, ah, you know, let, let's give this kid a shot. Back to Zach Wilson. We're playing better now. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I do think that Roethlisberger, and I, I hate to make, you know, a dire kind of predictions, but the reality is with what's going on with the Steelers' offense, guys are just getting trucked. They're getting hammered. He is thirty-nine. Mm -hmm. He has been knocked around quite a bit over the last eighteen years. I fear that the way this goes down is that he goes down with injury, Roethlisberger, and that's how you wind up with Mason Rudolph. Gotcha. Um, All right. Getting in there. I think that's yeah. what's going to happen. I mean, I, bench, just I don't know out. about that. I don't think – I don't know. I, I, I don't think that's the way Tomlin will roll, although if they get whipped in Lambeau, maybe they go to Rudolph. I think it's more likely that they would pull the trigger over the bye mm -hmm. week before they play the Browns, if they are, let's say, one and six at that point. That'd be rough. Or one and five. I, guess I mean, the meme wild. doesn't help. Maybe I'm making too much of this meme, but when he's dropping back to pass and just falling, um, not great. Not great for the psyche. Anybody want to guess? According to ESPN, the New York Jets depth chart here. Second string quarterback. Mike White. Oh, you know it. Is that your official guess? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Western yeah, Kentucky's Mike White. Mike White. West, drafted yeah, in the fifth round <laughs> in 2000. That's it. There we go with Mike White. That's well, that's it's good. The, the Jets have they, the Jets just have no plan. I, I looked this up. They got a first year head coach, a first year offensive yeah. coordinator, a first year quarterback, and a first, like a first like and a nobody at the second. Yeah, and, you know, just looking for glimmers just, have, of hope. That's all they have. No, they got nothing there to. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, I, I, I go 180 degrees opposite of that. I think they do have a plan, which is mm. what Joe Douglas doesn't want to have damaged by the kid psyche being spoiled this year. You know, Troy Aikman survived right. it in his rookie season. Vince Young did not survive the the beating that he, you know. So I, I, I think that that kind of stands to reason. I just don't see a path that the Steelers are going to be benching Ben Roethlisberger in the next couple of weeks here. It's probably not. It's more likely he gets injured and uh, 
taps himself out there. Yeah. Um, obviously, leading up to the big game this week, some nice ones, probably five or six uh, solid Oh, games. can I ask, oh, the one other one sure. is that I, I put the asterisk next to. If the Patriots had kept Cam Newton, how mm. close would we be to seeing that? And I wonder even with Brian Hoyer or, you know, what I, I, mean, I don't know. Oh, him being benched, game. Cam Newton? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, if Cam Newton were there, I wonder if Belichick would would uh, roll with him in an mm-hmm. in an alternate universe. Obviously, no. Hey, you can make the case now. that Jimmy G is the first one benched, as good as that team is. Yeah, you know? right. Great maybe, maybe point. Shanahan's Great the point. one who likes to mix things up too. Um, I do want to talk about Belichick and Tampa Bay and that matchup and that. I think it opened. Martin, didn't it open like at five and a half and now it's up to seven? I can't remember what it was. Uh, yeah, so now it's seven, 49 and a half. It's in Foxborough. Bill Belichick coming off a loss, <laughs> usually a good spot. Um, Brady coming off a loss, an even better spot, I would say. Seven point favorite. We could discuss the line, but what's funny now, Brady's father is getting involved. Did you see what he did? He took a shot at Belichick. What, what did he say here? So the father comes out and says, damn right, Belichick wanted him out the door, and last year he threw 56 touchdowns. I think that's a pretty good year. It was pretty obvious that the Patriots regime regime felt that it was time for him to move on. All right, a little, little saucy there. I like it. And then Tom, God, I hate that I like Tom, but he said it might be, might be time to put the old man in a home, which is great, which would have been any of our uh, reactions, I think. But uh, I like Tampa a lot here. I don't think, uh, uh, isn't it, doesn't Tom know more about New England than New England knows about Tom? Like, what did, what can Belichick tell the defense that would benefit them more than Brady could whisper off to Arians about the Patriots' defense? Which it doesn't even matter, I think. The, the Bucks are just more talented anyway. Well, first of all, the headline is for me is a guy who's tied in, who knows Belichick, who knows Brady and everything else, Chris Long. Again, when I mentioned, when I asked him, he could not believe that the Patriots were a home dog. Six and a half was the number yeah. at the time. It dropped his jaw. And I said, oh, so you're taking the Patriots? And he's like, oh, yeah. And I said, really? And he said, no, Tom Brady all day. So he would know <laughs> about that. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I do think with, with Brady's old man and Alex Guerrero, as I said last week and I say again now, the guy who controls everything in his environment to the point that he doesn't put bread into his own mouth. Do you think he doesn't control what comes out of the mouths about Belichick or otherwise with Guerrero and his his father? I think Brady cut them loose to do this. I know he plays it classy, but I think it's, I don't mm-hmm. know if passive aggressive is the phrase that applies here, but Brady cut him loose. I do think, like you say, Belichick, though, no, we'll know what Brady knows about because Brady and Belichick are all about who's Waldo on the defense. Who's the guy mm-hmm. that we have to target over and over and over again in abuse because he's the weak link we're going against. They'll both know who that is on the Patriots defense. It's interesting to see how that plays out because, you know, Brady's going to go after the guy that Belichick is worried Brady's going to go after. Right. Martin, are you on the side of Belichick will know how to keep this game close or Brady's going to dominate based on being Brady? No, nah, Brady's going to dominate. Uh-huh. And not like I was at I saw I was at the game, the Rams game where they got the Rams Buccaneers and the Buccaneers lost obviously. And I was close enough to see Tom Brady calling we saw your seats, yeah. Martin. They were, I mean, they were great and terrible at the same time. You couldn't be closer to the field, but you also were underneath um, six foot ten players with pads. I don't know how well, you saw anything. 
Well, I, that's what I'm saying. I saw a lot of Tom Brady close up as opposed mm-hmm. to like actually seeing football. But all this man was doing on the sideline was cursing up a storm. He's mm-hmm. furious after losing that game. And I can't imagine that he's about to go. After having the game of the week be what it was last week, going all the way Sunday night football, he's done all these interviews. He's got all these people talking about him. It's like Damashek said last week incorrectly. Mm-hmm. He'll be right this week. Tom Brady is inevitable. He's Thanos. As yep. like seven, like a touchdown. No. And then when you look at just if you wanted to break it down to actual game terms, all the Patriots want to do is run the ball. Right. And the Buccaneers, all they do is stop the run. So let's have Mac Jones throw it. You saw what happened. He threw it three times. I mean, threw three interceptions every against the Saints with pretty good run defense. All right. I'm going to say something right now. Uh, and I'm going to say this on every podcast I'm on this week and probably next week, although it won't matter um, then as much. FanDuel.com slash extra points. Go there and bet a two-team money line parlay. I don't typically like this with road teams. Bucks to beat the Patriots, just a win, and the Chiefs to beat the Eagles on a short week. Chiefs coming off loss. Both, both these teams coming off losses. Granted, their opponents also coming off losses. Minus 134. Minus 134. Shaq, you own a house. Take out the equity, one hundred thirty-four thousand to win a hundred thousand. Martin, you you want to own a house one day? I love that. It's impossible that that doesn't. That's your down payment money right there. That's your down payment money. One thirty-four thousand to win a hundred thousand. If you don't have it, borrow from your boss. I get. Although I think I'm technically your boss, Martin. So forget. I'd like to borrow some money. What? No, no, no. Scratch that. One thirty-four to win a hundred. That is a winner, Shaq. Come on. That's not losing. Maybe. Belichick keeps it close. That's what the Patriots sure. have done for 20 years, pretty much, is that they keep everything a one-score game. That's the entire premise of the Belichick philosophy. Uh, make a difference, let the other guys make the mistake. But is there any chance Brady's going to lose two in a row? He's going to lose at the Rams and then lose up there in his homeland after they stop the game down to to give him a standing oh, ovation and everything thing. else when My he breaks God. the all-time passing record, which they do have to stop the game. I don't think Belichick can control it. I think it's beyond his means. I don't think it's a Patriots decision. I think it's a league decision. So whether Belichick wants it or not, in the house that Belichick slash Brady built, they're going to have to stop down so the, the the home faithful can cheer wildly for the guy who abandoned them to move to the Tampa St. Pete could, area. They could. They do have to stop it down. But could you see that Belichick, for no reason, uh, rolling out a, a very noisy Zamboni so you can't even hear? It wouldn't be a Zamboni. <laughs> what would that thing be called? What, is it a Zamboni? No, the, the, oh, they got to bring back they got to bring back the ex-con who dusted right. off the snow from the field way back when. Yeah, and, just, and drive over Brady. Brady, great He's idea, up to good Sal. things. He's up Look, to good things. <laughs> I know that you guys do a pick of the day later on yeah. in the show, but I have a pick for today, oh. for Sunday. First play of the game, as, like, as long as the Buccaneers get the ball, right? You know, you can do all those weird props, first play of the game. First play of the game is going to be a pass. Okay. All right. I mean, you're, you're uh, more likely if it's uh, if Tampa wins the coin toss or, or elects to receive, right? I just see a twenty. I just see them kicking the ball into the end zone. Yeah, they'll be on the twenty-five yard line, and they're right. going to take a shot immediately and try to get this thing out of the way. Either team, both to either team. Oh, first play for the Tampa no. Bay. I don't yeah, know first play for Tampa it. Bay. Oh, I, I don't know you. if you can actually bet that, but I know if oh, you can geez. get that. Martin, I made it so easy for you. One hundred thirty-four thousand to win one hundred thousand. You're getting in the, with the first plays and everything. Just, just do it. Just win a hundred. Don't you want a hundred thousand dollars? It'd be nice. Hey, you know what's nice? We got him right here. Let's bring him on. 
Yes, it is a he. I gave it away. Here he is. We fell in love with his name. We hope to fall in love with him. Our very first NIL deal, which Dave just learned his name, image, Well, 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 well you should ask him if he knows. <laughs> well, let me introduce him first. He is the senior linebacker for the Arkansas Razorbacks. Undefeated Arkansas Razorbacks. Drum roll, please. Bumper pool. What is happening, Bumper? What's going on, guys? Yeah, we're, um, we're just rolling down in Fayetteville. Yeah. Now, Bumper, your actual name is Bumper, right? This is not a nickname. You had it changed at some point. It probably was a nickname, and then you had it changed? Yeah, so it's my official name on all legal documents. Um, when I was born, they didn't want to put on the birth certificate until, like, I got to make the choice. And then whenever I was 16 and got to get my license and all that, I was like, hey, it's time to make the change. Wow. Is that yeah. right? So what what was it before Bumper? What did people call you? Not everyone called you. Or did everyone call you Bumper? Yeah, so ever since I was born, it's been Bumper. Um, my legal first name is James, so now it's just my – I have two middle names, so my – Full name is Bumper James Morris Pool, but I've been called Bumper since I was born. Yeah, Morris Pool isn't as exciting as Bumper Pool. Do you even own a pool table or a, a, a swimming pool? I actually own a Bumper Pool table. Oh, um, that's great. Good. Yeah. Thank goodness. I love to hear that. <laughs> I hate when people like like a woman named Roxanne doesn't know there's a song named Roxanne by yeah. the police. So I'm, I'm right. glad that that's the case. What did the kids, though— a last name of pool, like everybody's name gets made fun of when you're growing up. Like I'm Damashek, so people were like, "Ah, the damn people who live in a shack," and it would hurt my feelings. What did the kids in elementary school used to do with your name? You know, honestly, kids are kind of they're all right with the name Bumper. It's more the parents of the kids when I was growing up. Like, hey, I just met a kid named Bumper at school, and you know, and they're like, mm. "All right, let's let's get some new friends." But no, yeah. they were <laughs> they were cool once they figured out, you know, kind of who I was and. Kind of just become who I am today. Yeah, I think the kids will be um, a, a little uh, less uh, jackassy if the, the bumper pool uh, is, I don't know, at, at 20, 21 years old is like 6'3", 250, right? Like, I, I, don't think, I don't think people are making fun of your name that much. Wow, that's, uh, I mean, this is terrific. So what we're going to do, bumper, and by the way, let, let's talk Arkansas Razorback football right now. Undefeated, you're going to Georgia. This is a tough game, and you are no slouch, by the way. You had you had eight tackles last game. Did you have ten tackles? Your first. I know you beat Rice, Texas, Georgia Southern, and Texas A&M. You you have to be top two in. in are you are you the top tackler on the team? Um, you know, I I don't look attentively, but there's a good possibility that I am. Yes. Let's just say yes. Yeah. Let's just say yes. 2020 co-SEC defensive player of the week. You won last year. A Bronco Nagurski def national defensive player of the week. You're going to be at the combine next year, right? That's the goal. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I would love you tell, but I, I want to clarify for bumper. Cause no jive here. You, you wouldn't tell bumper if you thought he was a slouch. You're like, you're no slouch, but you, would you acknowledge that he was a slouch? If he was a slouch. Are you talking to me? Yeah. So, yeah, I would say this guy's a slouch. <laughs> oh, he, okay. I, I, I appreciate the candor. Yeah. Do you know, now let's be honest here, Bumper Pool, do you know what NIL stands for? Uh, yes, yes, I do know. Name, image, and likeness. Oh, show <laughs> off. Okay, I'm the only one who did that. <laughs> I got a question for Bumper Pool. Go Before Damashek said it just a second ago, did you know that there was a band called The Police that had a song called Roxanne? Uh, yes, I did. Yeah, I actually, okay. I actually know someone whose mom is named or Sproxanne, and whenever it's played, like she goes crazy. Ah, she goes crazy. Like 
What's the best thing about being a college football player besides playing football? Oh. You know, honestly, I mean, we play like this has to go, I guess, with playing football, but we get hurt a lot. And like the treatment we get kind of for if you need surgery, if you need treatment back, like you're treated like a first class citizen. And so I mean, it's just it's next level. I know it's not going to how it's going to be like whenever football's over. So kind of just soaking in that luxury. Mm hmm. Who, who's Universal your favorite healthcare, he says. Yeah, well, it all comes down to that always, right? Who's your favorite pro team, Bumper? Uh, the Cowboys. Yeah, uh, so I'm say, from Dallas, so I'm yeah. a big, big diehard Cowboys. I knew this was going to work out. And do you feel like we uh, we clinched the division like uh, like I do? Or, or do you not want to jinx it? You know, it's like they always say, like, Cowboys fans, you know, get too excited. But, I mean, we look legit. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. even we and us in it. I, he's really uh, died in the wool with the Cowboys. Oh, yeah. oh man. Bumper – you, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I just got, I'm thinking I'm not now in my head. I have bumper and Leighton Van Der Esch and I have uh, Micah yeah. Parsons and then, Oh my God, what a, what a crew. Well, Sal, can't you imagine it? Jerry on the yacht, Steven elbow on him. His name is bumper pool. Yeah. We gotta take him. Yes. That's it. That's why <laughs> hey, he uh, hate me. Had such a great career. Yeah. Hey, uh, bumper. We're, uh, we're real excited. We, we want to be a Dallas <laughs> cowboy. You think you want to do that? Um, <laughs> Bumper, before before we before we advance to the pro ranks, let's talk a little SEC. You've made your rounds now. You're about to go between the bumpers slash the hedges in oh. Athens. What's the best joint to go into? What's the best out uh, atmosphere? And I I guess you're probably inclined to go Homer, but uh, aside from Fayetteville, uh, what's the best? You know, we got to play at you know LSU during the night game when it was sold out uh, when Joe Burrow and all them were there. That was unreal. Bama night game was unreal um you know kentucky actually was pretty sweet it was a night game you know there's just so many like sec stadiums that when they get that thing packed out it's it's unbeatable wow this is great i'm sorry i'm still thinking of all the cowboy stuff how bumpers definitely playing for the cowboys i have to make this work i have to absolutely make this work well this is great bumper so how this works is we gave you um Oh, my God. Hundreds and hundreds of dollars uh, for this NIL deal. It's one of the big. I mean, you're going to read about it all day. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we want to get your name out, your terrific name. We'd love for you to get the extra points name out. Um, ideally, Absolutely. if you could play, if you could play, yeah, I don't know, you have Spotify, Apple, Media, if you could play uh, this podcast or even this part of the interview for people, I don't know if you're in the dining hall or the, the weight room or whatever, just so people listen like, oh, what, what, that, what is that? What is that? Damage checks voice. Oh, Martin Weiss is asking about the best thing about what do you think you could do that for us and then uh, report back to us and we'd see, you know, maybe we could pick up six or seven listeners in, in the course of a month or two. Oh, absolutely. No, I would love to pub, like, put this out. I mean, I got I'm on social media quite a bit, so I mean, I'm going to do my best to make sure that everyone knows about the extra points down here in Arkansas. Excellent. Maybe when you're laying on top of uh, JT Daniels after you sack him, like, hey, JT, you know, like, while I got your ear for a second, have you checked out extra points? Do you mind yeah. doing that? Okay. <laughs> yes, do that. That's the but. That's good. That's a great first step. Well, thank you so much for coming on. We will check in with you soon. Good luck to you and the undefeated Arkansas Razorbacks. Yeah, Jerry. Jerry's from, you know, Jerry went to Arkansas. He played. This could really work out. This could really work out. We're excited to have you aboard, Bumper. Well, I appreciate y'all. All right. Take care. We'll pick. All right. I'm calling him Pool. You're calling him Pool? I mean, yeah. his first name is Bumper. I mean, that's. Well, I like uh, them both. Yeah, I mean, there are no losers uh, out of uh, our options there. That's true. That's true. Oh, this is going to be good. Go get him in Athens, Bumper. Yeah. We're not, we're not. So, and by the way, just so we're clear, Bumper, just because, because now we're supporters <laughs> of yours, therefore, of, uh, of the Razorbacks. 
just make sure that we know, because I'm from Pittsburgh, Sal's from Long Island. What is it? It's sweet, big, big, big. How's it go? How? What? Give us the proper cheer. I don't know if Honestly, we paid for this for the singing yeah, part. Say, this might a, be extra. Yeah. <laughs> Online hog call. That's a. Yeah, that's worth high price there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, we'll work on I'm that. just going with that then. Is that it's what perfect. you're supposed to do? It's perfect. Okay. Maybe that's the snippet you play to uh, JT Daniels as you sack him. I think that's that's the way we do this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, Bumper. We'll talk yeah. to you soon. Thank you. <laughs> All right, take care. Oh, Bumper Pool of the Dallas Cowboys. I love the idea. He could be in the NFL. And the NFL, Shaq, is back. Martin, you should know this too. FanDuel Sportsbook wants you to get the most out of every play. That's why they're giving everyone a $10 risk-free bet every single week. All you have to do is bet a same-game parlay with three legs or more. And if your bet doesn't win, FanDuel will pay you back up to $10. For the Thursday game, I'll give you an example. Jags plus 7.5, under 23.5 total points in the first half. But the Jags do eventually score 18 and a half or more, you parlay those together. That's an SGP. Same game parlay plus 386. That's the payout. And it's fast, easy to use, safe and secure. America's number one sports book. Same game parlays, just as I laid out. No feeling like nailing one. And if you're new to FanDuel Sportsbook, they're also offering a risk free $1,000 bet. If you prefer that, just sign up with promo code extra points. And if your first bet loses, you get up to $1,000 back in site credit. That's promo code. Extra points. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, or Virginia. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. The TN Red Line. 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. Visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia or call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step N-E-X-T. STEP to 53342 in Arizona. It's very simple. Everything I just read. FanDuel.com slash extra points or just bet 134000 to 100000 on a money line parlay with the Chiefs and the Buccaneers. For God's sakes. I don't, I don't know. I know it's all only one game for each team and anything could happen, but what the hell has to happen for the Chiefs? Like Mahomes played bad. That was the first one you can maybe blame on him, I think. Uh, they're going to win that game, right? What did we see out of the Eagles to make you think that they're they're even going to keep that close, for God's sakes? Absolutely nothing. The Eagles yeah. are terrible. Yeah. Like, the Eagles are horrible. And, like, I, offensively, I, you know, maybe it wasn't a good idea to hire Nick Sirianni. Guy didn't even have a, a, a coat for his mm-hmm. interview, so everybody else in the interview <laughs> decided to take their suit jackets off. Maybe he wasn't the most prepared to be an NFL head coach because – I mean, they ran the ball twice, I believe, in Monday mm-hmm. night on Monday night football. And that's just I've been watching football a long time. I know you guys have too. That's just not that's just not winning football. You're not gonna run the ball twice and expect to win a game. I agree, but you know, it, it's funny how we vary with how critical we are of quarterbacks. Jalen Hurts is a young guy, and so you gotta give him some level of a break. And I a hundred percent agree with Martin just said inexplicable play calling based on the matchup you should be able to win I know uh that they had some law some absences on the O-line did the Eagles but to come out not Mm. trying to run the ball against uh, against that high high high-end offense in Dallas was very strange to me 
you do look around, though, at the Philly offense, and they got a lot of weapons. Two nice tight ends. I got a couple nice pass catchers, a couple nice runners. What gives? is uh, It's very strange to, to figure out. I'm with you. The Chiefs' role in this one I, doesn't change the fact that their defense stinks, too. Yeah. Um, and uh, I just think Mahomes is like, hey, will you let me do my thing? Clyde Edwards, yeah. would you stop fumbling? Just get everyone get out of my way. Let me do my damn thing. We're going to score 35. And I remember, I told you they're going to be four and three, seven yeah. games in, and we're well on our way <clears> to getting there. They might be even worse than that. I might have been overly optimistic saying four and three. You know, I did. Uh, I heard you talking about it with uh, Chris Long and on minus three. Who comes in fourth in that division? I think I mentioned last week to make the playoffs. I'm going against Denver, but I said to wait because they're going to beat the Jets. And they were like plus 126 to make the playoffs. Well, now uh, I'm sorry, to not make the playoffs. Now they're plus 154 to not make the playoffs. I think that's the seller dweller in a good division only because I think it gets very tough for them uh, coming up. You have the Raiders. Basically, you have to choose between the Raiders and the Broncos uh, here. But I think it gets difficult for Teddy Two Gloves, Ravens. At your Steelers, all right, whatever you want to think about that. Home for the Raiders, at Browns, Washington, whatever, Dallas. Um, it, I, I don't know. I could just keep listing teams, but I, I think they have like a, a one and four run after, this, uh, after that Jets win. Well, I'll, I'll just say about that that the reason I will say Broncos over Raiders is because I want to self-validate and I don't want to be too mushy throughout the football season. I want to stick to what I said before the season. That's basically why I throw that out there. And I'm applying my worldview that when Mm -hmm. everybody and their mother in an offseason is very excited about a team to rise from from the cellar and, and be relevant that team is a year away. Don't don't, don't buy it because last year, if you'll mm-hmm. recall, in the summer of 2020, people were very excited about the Denver Broncos. It, the math still applies. 2021 was going to be their year. Here they are so far. But you're right. They, they, there's reason <clears> for <throat> some skepticism there. They haven't played anybody let, let, yet. Let's see how it goes over these next couple weeks. We'll see what happens. Hey, we have that Thursday night game I mentioned. Jaguars, 7.5-point underdog at Cincinnati, 46 and a half is the over under fandle.com slash extra points. I think that's what the, I, I haven't checked. These things move around a lot, but uh, that's in the last hour. Yeah, seven and a half, 46 is the over under. Um, I'm going Jags plus seven and a half. Shaq, I know you liked them last week. You hinted like that could be your upset special. You didn't pull the trigger. They were up nine against Arizona in the third quarter. Um, I, you and I both had uh, the Jags uh, and the points, right? No, I think I had on that on, on our, our picks. I, I believe I had uh, I believe I had Arizona. I oh, at the extra points at the extra points arcade. We I don't you know. didn't have. I think you had the did Jags I? along with me. I don't know. And you it did look good one, there. One of, one of my few losses. I'm again. I'm on tops of the for the week. Nine nine wins. But yeah, uh, nine point lead. A little fluky. They but they you know they re- returned that kick that should have been attempted by Prater. Nonetheless, a nine point lead over Arizona. <clears throat> now undefeated in the third. I think the Bengals come into this game a little full of themselves. They beat the Steelers. Bengals 10-16 and 16 against the spread after they play the Steelers. I know that's going many, many years back. Uh, Joe Burrow was probably eight years old. Joe Burrow was not eight years old in January 2020 when he defeated Trevor Lawrence. I think a little revenge for Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars, and revenge comes in the form of a 26-21 loss 
in Cincinnati. They cover the seven and a half, Shaq. What do you think? <laughs> what a celebration Trevor Lawrence will throw it's for big. that. Very big. Um, it's too big, my, this number. I mean, you, you, you touch on it. That what does uh, what does Ahab do after he kills Moby Dick? You know that's how the Bengals must be oh. feeling, going to be full of themselves, primetime TV and everything else. I think they rise up for this one. My big concern is the uniform matchup. It could get bad. The Bengals are wearing their orange jerseys <laughs> with their orange hats. Shame the devil if the Jags wear their their aqua pants. It will be literally unwatchable. We'll have to go mm. black and white on it. The thing that I am going to suggest is um, the the Jags are an atrocity on defense. Their rush defense statistically is is middle of the pack, but that's because teams are whipping them and therefore um, are you know are are lightening up and going to um, second stringers in third quarter in fourth quarters. I say mix in. Two touchdowns plus mm. four ten is a is a good play there. Wow. Okay. Mixing plus plus four ten. Uh, you yeah. liken the Steelers? Uh, did I hear this right, Martin? To Moby Dick? I mean, he's comparing. You're basically comparing Ben Roethlisberger to an obese sea creature. It makes sense on uh, a big many, white many whale. Right. That's it. That's it. All right, Martin. What's your pick? I, I don't. First of all, I disagree with the both of you. I don't see how the Jaguars cover this game. Really? I don't. The Jaguars. If you think they've only scored. 26 offensive points in the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. Like they, they had Cliff. If Cliff Kingsbury doesn't kick that field goal, they don't mm-hmm. score the touchdown at a halftime. And then, and then was scores 31 to 19. So subtract seven. That's 12. They scored 13 against the Broncos last week and 21 against the Texans, which everybody's been telling me is the worst team in football. Somehow the Jaguars don't exist. This team stinks. This team's not going to score enough points. To, like the Bengals, like sneakily, really should be three and zero. They really should be three and zero, and I feel like if it was, this line would be outrageous, and I would have to bet the Jaguars. But seven and a half, even though it's a big number, I think the Bengals still cover it. I teased it in a couple of different things, but I would take seven and a half straight out. And I would, I agree with you, Shaq, on the mixing anytime touchdown. If I were to do the same game parlay for this game, I would take the Bengals on the money line, mixing touchdown, and then Jamar Chase touchdown. Wow! All right. Interesting. Well, I'm going to throw your same your 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 same analysis back at you here, Martin. Last week at this time, you said let's just sit back and think about the idea that Sam Darnold is an eight point favorite, right? I guess it was on the road. It's a little different. I'm I'm thinking the same way. Now that didn't work out because the Panthers did cover against the woeful Texans, but I'm kind of thinking the same way as you were last week. Cincinnati is a seven and a half point favorite before the Steelers game. We didn't think they were a seven and a half point fit, right? They're riding the high off a, a, a beat up Steelers team that they they beat up on. So I don't know. I just think it's too many points. Plus, Eli Apple is a is a cornerback for Cincinnati. Like I think Trevor Lawrence will throw on them a well, little bit. The Jaguars just spaghetti? traded to the ninth pick in the draft from like two years ago. Like they couldn't get him to play. And I'll tell you this: the Jaguars have had I want to say eleven turnovers through three weeks. I know they're average about two turnovers a game. He has seven picks, I know. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's really kind of crazy the amount of times they're turning the ball over. And I just think that as long as, as, as long as Zach Taylor, which cross your fingers, you know, hold your nose and hope that this doesn't happen, do a boneheaded thing mm. coaching this game, I don't, that's how, the, that's how the Jaguars cover the spread. Zach Taylor messes us up for everybody. By the way, hey. uh, let me just say, Martin and TJ Hushmanzada break down some of these wide receivers. Jamar Chase, you were met, you mentioned Josh Gordon on the Chiefs team. That's going to uh, whip up on the Eagles, if you listen to me. Uh, 
Check them out on Lemon Pepper Parlay podcast. Go ahead, check. What were you going to say? I was just going to say, to to clarify, I'm on the Bengals. I I, I mean, I don't love seven and a half for a lot of pro football teams against any other pro football team, but I, I, I am leaning on the Bengals there. And I know this is bogus to do, but Sal, because I didn't publicly say it, I, I don't think I publicly said, oh, you got to bet the Steelers either, though. I laid off. I said, I, I don't like this game. What I, is it fair to say what I told you last Friday about that uh, Steelers-Bengals game? I what did you say? I, I, I did DM a couple of people about it, too. I just didn't, I couldn't bring myself as... Oh, uh, you were scared. Yeah. I, 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 uh, I, I specifically said double-digit Bengals win. I said this one. Did you really? Yo, I said to I me? said to you, and oh. I, I said it to you, and I you said really what? <laughs> and I DM'd it to people and everything too. I said this one's going to be a double-digit uh, Bengals win, which I never happens. So and I always say Tomlin never loses games or rarely loses games by double digits. I said this is one that they are going to lose. I mean, that's digits. the one where the line freaked me out. It went from three and a half to three to two and a half, and all of a sudden I forgot everything I learned about football. I'm like, I am staying the way. There's no way I'm taking the Steelers minus two and a half. Make it five, and I'll take them. It's such a, a strange psychological thing your brain goes through through. 30 years of gambling. I told it to, I'll tell you this. I told it to my guy, Randy Bauman, uh, who, whose show I go on every, uh, uh, Friday, um, Mm -hmm. in football season on DVE radio. I told, I I DM'd him and I said, this is, uh, this is going to be a bad one. And he agreed. Wow. All right. Well, we'll talk Friday. If you think it's going to be a bad one with the Steelers and Packers, I'll give you a couple days to think about that. You did say 10 wins for that team, right? You're very proud. I said uh, that I said it. Sticking with it. I'm going right. to stand by it. You don't know what's <laughs> going to be, and and neither do I. Maybe there's uh, maybe there's got to go two and one here. I was wondering because T.J. Watt going back to Wisconsin, it, wh- whether or not that's relevant. Urban Meyer going to Ohio. What does that mean? Is that is that any uh, does that ha- hold any extra uh, significance for him? Do you suppose you know Herb a little bit? Means you'll be more familiar with which Papa John's to order from. After yeah, that game. might be it. That might be it. He's already working on his apology uh, for the newspaper, for the local newspaper for weeks. Do you think he just says, like, you know what, when the after the game, like, you just you guys just go back to Florida. I'm going to stick around here. You, yeah, you know, I'm done. I'm done. I'm going to just hang out here. I'm worn out. That could be it. I, I don't know. I think he lasts the season, and then that's that. I mean, I, that, to hmm. leave right in the middle would be would be something else. But he had to expect this. Hey, I'm I'm giggling here, and I don't want to give it away. But Fanduel has, you know, they adjust the regular season win totals for these teams. You said the Steelers would win ten games. What do you think their over under is? I think it is now season win total, including the one up in Buffalo. I bet you it's five and a half. Ooh, Martin, I would say seven and a half. It's you're right. Uh, you're you're bracketing it. It's six and a half. Well, that's not low, Shaq. You're not you're, you're not freaked out by that. I mean, what am I? What, based on the evidence that we've been provided, yeah, thus I know, far, but you I just said they're going to you're sticking with ten wins, and they're saying no, you're three and a half off. What am I going to say? I'm, 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 <laughs> you want me to back on? No, listen. There's a there's a chance they must go two and one. That's it. If they get the three and three and reach the bye, the defense mm-hmm. is still capable of dominating. As I as I keep saying, and I'll say again to you. The gamble was from Colbert on down. Mm. The defense, we have great pieces. This could be the best defense in pro football. We will ride it until our young offensive line rounds into shape. You know, they couldn't predict that T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith and many others, Devin Bush, were all going to go out when they did. 
think right. they would be two and one. The sky would not be falling if they were two and one. I think they get the Vegas game if TJ Watt is in there or maybe the Bengals game. That's not how it's broken. So now they got to figure out a way to survive in a tough three game stretch. I don't think, though, that after the game in Lambeau, home mm. with Denver, home against Seattle, I don't think that that's unmanageable to mm. see them at three yeah. and three. And the sky the might five. not have been falling, but Big Ben might still be. <laughs> I like it. Martin is slamming away mean. here. He's very mean. He's very mean about Big Ben, and I don't like a lot of people. Well, I had to hear a lot Big of this ben. about Drew Brees for the last couple of years, and I didn't yeah. disagree with it. But uh, I felt the same with Aikman. With his final year, everything was a check down pass to Moose Johnston, or just uh, it's miserable. It's sad to see. It really is sad. Hey, uh, also sad. Uh, Babyface Joel Solomon, you have some news for us here. What is this? Wait, do I have news? No, what's the last thing you just said here about the Dave and the Steelers? Oh, I, uh, you know, he uh, pointed out that you picked the Jaguars, so I was just pointing out that he did, in fact, pick the Steelers on the Extra Points Arcade. Wow. I picked them. <laughs> what am I going to do? I'm going to pick the Bengals? I'm not going to do it. I'm sorry. Well, Call you, me a fraud. You were, very well, confident. you were very confident in the Bengals there, and then I, so I checked the stats because, you know, I, I, I do my research. You know, I, I don't want to do anything. Just like Kyrie, I want to do my research before I decide anything. And so I, Look, I just check. Right. Listen, <laughs> Dan Moore, Chase Claypool, Najee Harris, these All are right. young fellas. <laughs> they they look to Damashek for a boost of confidence. I'm, I, I'm not here to undermine that. I, that's not my role in this uh, equation. So hey, maybe I, Friday, I checked them. I'm looking at these alternate window, not alternate, but adjusted win totals now. Uh, maybe we go over some of these Friday. Houston Texans are going to win four games. I don't know. I don't think so. Well, I do I think you and me, Sal, you and me were in on that uh, both the Lions and I Texans go under, under four and, and a half. half. Those I are significant. That. Those are significant moments when Justin Tucker swings the leg right. from 66 and the Texans, you know, this is this is shaping up pretty well for us. You're right. I'll take that. We definitely should be at least alive uh, for that through, you know, mid-December come Christmas time. Uh, all right. Major League Baseball. Playoff action heating up next week, right? We're now in for positioning. It looks like the Yankees are going to get this wild card. Damn it. I don't know what I was rooting for, Blue Jays, Mariners or something. I know that's not good for baseball, but uh, Yankees pulling away. The Dodgers, this is what gets me crazy. They're three to one. They're the favorites to win the World Series. And they're, if you look at it, nine innings away from being eliminated because they're Almost definitely now at two games behind San Francisco with five left, and the Giants just don't lose. I mean, they're minus 300 favorites today. Like, they're just, they're just not going to lose. Um, I, I, don't, I don't get how they're three-to-one favorite. Are they going to be, like, minus 500 if they win that wild card game? Because then they play the Giants, then they'll, they'll have a little, a little leeway. But the Astros are next up at plus 480. There's such a difference between the Astros, who will have a full series and are an excellent team, Versus the Dodgers, who, like we would say, you were saying, Shaq Scherzer could have, you know, give up a three-run first, and it's over against the Cardinals, the hottest team in baseball. Precisely, yes. The uh, the Redbirds, winners of 17 in a row. Adam mm-hmm. Wainwright having a, a uh, tremendous late-stage season here uh, in, in, in his uh, fine career. Yeah, that's a tough matchup. And by the way, how that then impacts the next series that even if the Dodgers survive it, they would go into the buzzsaw that has been the San Francisco Giants. Right. And Scherzer they would, wouldn't be able to pitch the game three, right, probably. I, 
problem. Right, and, yeah. and Gossman goes for the Giants, so they're able yeah. to line up their rotation the way they like it. That ultimately does favor the Dodgers, which brings you back to why the Dodgers are the favorite, not to mention their, their mighty lineup. But the fact mm-hmm. remains that they're going to lose out to the Giants in the division over the course of the season, but we're still betting them to beat the Giants, then beat whoever else, then beat the... It's very yeah, weird. It's a lot. I'm with you completely. It's a lot to have to do. Now, the one thing I'm proud of with this Dodger team, I bet Trey Turner to have the most hits at 11 to 1 odds. I bet it. I gave it out on against all odds. 11 to 1 odds. He gets three yesterday. Vlad with the goose egg. Trey Turner, 187. Vlad, 183. Looking good. That's tough for a guy who's traded. You know, usually if you're traded, you got a couple lean weeks in there, right? Before you adjust or something. But good job by you, Trey Turner. I don't want to prematurely celebrate here, but a four hit lead with five left. That would pay me 11 to 1. So I'm going to keep this going in our pick of the day. Hopefully I can get this baseball. I, I don't know what I'm doing here. The Blue Jays are minus 104. It's a pick them against these Yankees who just can't lose. And I'm taking the Blue Jays because it's a must win for them. Garrett Cole is on the hill too. Like, well, I'm betting against Garrett Cole and I'm still laying money here. Minus 104. Cole, not great though in his last two starts. He got pounded by the Indians. Um, he gave up three and six. or, or it was, it was, I think a quality start, but not terrific at Fenway. Uh, Jose Barrios, 12 and 9, 348 ERA, 197 strikeouts. His last six outings have been very good. Toronto also 5 and 2 in their last seven in game two of a series. I don't know how they know. Like, hey, this is game two. Let's pick it up. Um, I like the Blue Jays to win, must win. Pitch around Stanton, will you? Enough already. Well, how hard is this? Just put that guy on. He's having a ridiculous week. Going Blue Jays, minus 104 for my pick of the day. What about you, Shaq? Well, like I say, the Redbirds are drunk on champagne because, uh, and they should be, you know, 17 in a row into the wild card game. No shame and a little hangover for a job well done in a long season. Adrian Hauser on the hill for Milwaukee, the team that's named after the people who make beer, not champagne. I'm going to mm. go with uh, the regular guy crew there. Um, Hauser has pitched well of late. It has less to do, though, with him than it does with the Cards having to lose at some point. 17 in a row, they can put their feet up for one night. Give me Milwaukee on the money line, minus 108, or let's not just survive. Let's live a little bit. Lay the run and a half. Wow. Pl- plus 158. This Brewers. team hasn't lost in three weeks, and you're saying they're going to lose by two plus. Doesn't it, I like but doesn't that. it feel like when you lose in baseball, like when you have a long running streak? I have no reason. I have no numbers to support this. It just yes. feels this way. That like when you go on a ten game or fifteen game or whatever tear, doesn't it feel like when you finally lose, you get hammered? It's like, a big they, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah it doesn't feel like you barely. Oh, they barely lost. I think you get whipped. You're like, ah, we've done enough. That's what the Dodgers are hoping because they end with the Brewers. I don't know if it will even matter for that Friday to Sunday series. All right, so I'm going uh, Blue Jays over the Yanks. Check. We're both going against the grain here. Taking a lay in the run and a half with the Brewers over the Cardinals. You could listen to Sheck on minus three. He had Chris Long on. Eddie Spaghetti's there always. You have Kevin Hench coming up, right? Martin Weiss, Lemon Pepper Parlay, TJ Hushmanzada. Got a professional athlete there. 44 years old, Mark. Could, did you convince him to get, I mean, Josh Gordon, Gordon's only 30, right? So I guess there is a big difference between 44 and 30, but TJ can make a comeback, no? He's yeah, not TJ Hoosman's out is never playing football again. 
<laughs> really? After having several conversations with him, I am 100% sure he is done with football. We have a tough time getting him to enter the Extra Points Arcade. I, I think you're right, uh, let alone playing, actually suiting up. But extrapoints.com slash arcade. The prop quiz winner for week three was Jeff Zameda, seven right, and he won on the uh, tiebreaker. The college pick'em winner, Justin Lance and Brandon Burgess, tied with 14 out of 20. They're going to go head-to-head. Starting this week, there is a tiebreaker in the college pick'em. So there won't be any head-to-head uh, following week. Uh, there you go. Uh, matchups. NFL Pick'em is a three-way tie head-to-head. Greg Parker, Chris Gulatat, and Brian Gallagher each got 12. That's extrapoints.com slash arcade. Cool prizes, free to play. Do it up. Sheck, you got anything to add? I think this is good. We had a bumper pool on. It's terrific. Yeah, it's a, it, everything's coming up extra points. Yes, get into the arcade, play along with us, go listen to Minus 3 mm-hmm. with Chris Long, and then Hench is going to get you right for what's going to go down in Foxborough. Brady, oh, yeah. Belichick. Oh, the mix of emotions is delicious. He got mad at me. I asked him Sunday, I'm like, who are you rooting for? Which I think is a, a legit question for a Patriots fan these days. Who are you rooting for? Uh, he's like, he got mad. He's like, well, of course I'm rooting for the Patriots. I'm like, well, I don't know. I talked to other Patriots fans. They're like, ah, oh, I wouldn't mind seeing Brady do well. Like, <laughs> I, I throw my hands in the air. I don't no care. Part, I was a Patriot fan. No part of me would want the Patriots to lose to Tom Brady. Right. That's no easy. It's so easy. You're a Patriots fan. Root for Brady against everyone else. That's fine. Even that's a little weird. Even that's a little weird. The fact of the matter is they're going to be rooting for both. I mean, yeah. That's it. But it is the person who's it's going to upset is Belichick. Like Mm -hmm. I say, he can say whatever he wants. He's been very classy for what it's worth this week about it. Not pushing back at any of the negative crap that that is coming out of Brady's camp, which, like I say, if only for the soap opera element of it. It's very funny that that Guerrero and Brady's old man are doing this. Brady can't help himself. He's like, oh, put the old man out the pasture instead of allowing it to be made. I mean, obviously, you think Brady's old man's talking into a microphone or talking to reporters like Belichick. eh." Like you think he's doing that with Tom not saying like, yeah, say what you want. No, I don't think so. All right, we'll talk more about this game. I want to know, you guys think about this because I want to talk about this Friday, not now, but from a fan's perspective, a fan who wants to see it doesn't like either of these guys, the Patriots or Brady. What's our what's our best case scenario? I know you could talk injuries and stuff like that, but I was, I was like with Simmons, I'm like, what hurt? What's going to hurt you the most? So anyway, think about that. We'll discuss that Friday. I know I'm an asshole. That's basically it. Uh, reminder out there, even though you may feel like underdogs, please remember you're all my favorites. 